You've tuned in to the Lovely Travels podcast where we talk about all things travel and adventure. My name is Emma Lovell and I am lovely. I have a mission to visit every UN-recognised country in the world and raise awareness for mental health. Join me as we journey through my past adventures, speak to fellow travellers and interesting locals, all while following the journey to 195 countries. I'll be joined soon by my co-pilot, Darius, in Germany. You can follow my antics on Instagram at Lovely Travels and learn more about us at the website, www.lovelytravels.com. But for now, it's listening time. Travel vicariously along with us. Hello. Guten Tag. Guten Tag. How appropriate for this week. Because, because we are talking about, I feel like you put music here, cover it up. Yep. Germany. German, German nationalism. Germany. Deutschland. <laughs> welcome. Welcome, Deutschland. Um, would you like to say, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's too much um, for fun. Would you like to translate a little bit? Uh, we do not do anything for fun over here. <laughs> if you give me a reason and a purpose, I will efficiently and to the best of my ability complete said task. Is that because you're German? That's the joke, correct. Oh. Woohoo! <laughs> 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 um, Germans are so known for their jokes. Um so, can you say welcome to this podcast? Uh, today we're going to be talking about Germany in Deutsch. Guten Tag, liebe Zuhörer. Heute auf dem uh, lovely Reise-Podcast werden wir über Deutschland sprechen. Herzlich willkommen, Emma. Ja! Yeah. <laughs> I love it, I love it. I, um, so... Uh, as you may have heard from past episodes, uh, I am Emma Lovell, lovely, and I'm in Australia currently, but I also am from Australia and live here, whereas Darius is currently in Germany and is also from Germany. Yes. Yes. So this is a fun episode because there are some, some country episodes we'll be talking about. They're just places we visited, but um, we both... Well, you have a much more in-depth knowledge of Germany than I do, but I have actually been there 10 times. Um, wow. Well, they must be sending you the passport soon. Oh, it'd be very handy, and we especially know that from one of our past trips where I have a British passport and an Australian passport, but the uh, German passport gets you more than the British passport. So, fun fact, Germany was my 13th country, the 13th country that I ever visited. Oh, I'm not sure how fun that fact was, but it took like <laughs> 45 minutes to make good. It was super fun. And that was in 2006. And uh, the reason I first went to Germany was to visit you, Darius. Sure was. Um, yeah. We only remembered that that fun fact about three minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which goes to show how well prepared we are. We're, we're planning ahead and talking about the content before we actually put it out there i know i'm pretty impressed what what do you remember about your about your trip to germany or your first trip to germany um i remember like i was quite pleasantly surprised by how much i liked it 
Um, I knew I would like it, but um, I think there was a lot more to offer than probably the stereotypes that I had been fed over the years. Sure. Uh, I loved that you were my host, and that was wonderful, and you tried to show me, I guess, some of the best parts of it, including this awesome ice cream shop, which was Italian, but I don't care. It was amazing, and it really stays in my memory. Like an ice creamery like that is very typically German as well. Like is just it? based. I don't know. I, th- I feel like the Germans love their uh, ice cream shops because you go there and you get, like, different themed uh, ice cream cups, like the strawberry cup or the chocolate cup or the gargantuan yes. giant cup that we got. Yes, we had nine scoops. And we had like fruits and cream and syrups, and there were three of us, and it was more than enough, and it was the best. Was it nine scoops? I'm sure it was more. No, no, there was like a 30 scoop one, but we all agreed that was probably pushing. That's <laughs> for like maybe a group of five or six as opposed to a group of three. So uh, we did pretty well. Uh, the, the fruit and the cream and the syrup got a bit much at the end. But I mean, look, that's not like quintessential German, but um, <laughs> uh, no. I, I, I do feel like uh, the German food is a big, a big traveling point for a lot of people, though. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, um, I mean, some of the more classic. The things you might know are the the pretzel. I don't even know if I had. I don't even remember having a pretzel the first time. I remember having the gummy bears and being like, like super. I've always loved gummy bears. I've always loved them. What did you say? Is it gummy bearchen? Gummy bearchen. Gummy bearchen. Um, I love them, but like there are whole shops dedicated to them, and this was just like my heaven. I, I guess this was euros in there. this this was like before Aldi was was in Australia as well, right? Oh yeah. So I'd had Haribo like once in my life, and now I, like I just stocked up. But I, I should also say one one of the cool things about being in Germany at that time, two thousand and six, was right before the World Cup, and there was mm-hmm. a lot of German pride, and like yes. I think they talked about like maybe the first time that Germany since the war, since World War II, had been so outwardly proud and vocal about mm. loving Germany and, like, it was so mm-hmm. awesome. There were just German flags everywhere. And oh, that's right. There was a nice, like, buzz about it and I'm kind of bummed that I I wasn't into it and I kind of in it at the time didn't want to go and be a part of it and, like, I mm. now in hindsight being so close, going to be in Germany at the time of World Cup, would have been pretty awesome. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm not a huge soccer fan, um, so I probably didn't do much to motivate you in that regard. No, but it's that like it isn't it is an atmosphere thing, and I think Germany like it really was a really nice time mm. for Germans and for visitors mm. to Germany to like to really celebrate, and I think they did a great job of hosting. Pretty sure. Yeah, I think so. So it was nice. That was really nice to see. And uh, clearly I got a good impression because uh, you don't go back 10 times if uh, you don't. I mean, I look, I'd probably begrudgingly come back to see you, but I would, I guess if I didn't love it as much, I would probably would suggest it somewhere yeah. else. <laughs> begrudgingly. I see how it is. No, I don't begrudge it. I said if I didn't lo- love Germany, then I would begrudgingly visit you there. You you are the selling point of Germany. Ah, I see, I see. You, you begrudge. Mm. You theoretically begrudge Germany in this example. Yeah, but I don't. So, uh, so yeah, but look, um, 
let's maybe, even though we have talked about it a little bit in the past, it would be nice. You have a complicated history with Germany mm. because although you live there now and you are from there, you haven't always been there. And um, if somebody's listening for the first time, they might wonder why you have such excellent English as a German person. Like, Germans do have excellent English, but you have no accent. So it's very so kind of you, Emma, for noticing this. <laughs> uh, it's taken me many years to uh, practice the, the how do you say, losing the accent. Uh, you do an excellent German accent. <laughs> <laughs> One of the many perks. No, um, well, just to, just to catch everyone up, I guess. Um, I was born in Germany and um, lived here for like three or four years. Um, before my mum and I moved to Australia. And, um, yeah, so I spent most of my time growing up in Australia, but I've always, you know, kept a kept a connection to Germany, to my dad and the rest of my family here. I'd go back and visit maybe once a year. Um, Which used to blow my mind, can I just say. Like, the diaries <laughs> used to just, like... And didn't you, like, your mum put you on the plane for the first time by yourself at, like, six? Um, yeah, it was something like six or seven, I think. I, I was a you know, very young, unaccompanied minor, which I don't know if it's still a thing. Do the airlines still do that? I'm sure they do. I don't know, but, but um, like for people who haven't experienced that, can you like tell us a bit about that? That was well, that basically used to blow my mind. The the um, so because you know it was I had to visit my I didn't have to, but I went to visit my dad usually over the summer holidays in Australia. Um, so mum had dropped me off at the airport. Uh, do check in and go through security, and then um, I'd be well. Some some nice stewardess would be assigned to me and um, put me in the business lounge and wait for the plane to to take off. And you know, just basically, you're flying from Australia to Germany and back as you know, six or seven year old by yourself. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty crazy to think about it. There was a movie, like I remember, was it called Bogus? Or Bo- there was like a the French actors in it um, and a kid. I remember seeing that kid with the unaccompanied, he was flying unaccompanied and he had mm. an imaginary friend. Anyway, so now I, like whenever I picture you doing that, it's like, did you have an imaginary friend to travel um, with? No, I think so. I had my Game Boy and books and stuff. Oh, Game um, Boy. <laughs> I got a Game Boy. <laughs> um, so but, yeah, so by... You know, I did that flight at least once a year for like ten years in a row, I guess. Um, it's amazing, and it was cool. I like I have a lot of very cool memories from that. Um, like you used to be able to go into the cockpit if you're a, a child, um, and like you know, getting being an unaccompanied minor, like they're always looking for stuff to you know make you happy. So it was like, um, yeah, you want to. You want to sit in the cockpit during takeoff, or like uh, what? Yeah, <laughs> it was so just this bananas. Is pre, this is pre two thousand and one for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, and like, oh, just getting called up into into the cockpit, and like one of the you know the co-pilot or the captain would be sleeping or whatever, or getting some food, and you'd sit in the in the pilot's chair of a plane, like uh, at cruising altitude cool. and stuff like this. Um, yeah, and I saw all the business lounges. Um, they always put you in business class for takeoff and well, for, for landing, definitely, so they could get you off the plane first. You'd always drive around the airport in the little golf buggies and stuff. Man, um, sounds yeah. pimp. 
Yeah. So privileged. Um, so, you know, also kind of on your own and a little bit scary, I guess, or not. Or they made it nice for you, I guess. They made it nice. And there was never a situation, I don't remember once feeling feeling like lost or anything, even though I might be, you know, in Singapore and have like a five-hour stopover. Like they just put you in the business lounge and the bigger business lounges have like kids' areas with PlayStations and stuff. So it was just it's very much, a, you know, how much TV and movies and PlayStation can we cram in this small child for the next 30 hours? <laughs> The answer is a That's lot. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, now we know your love. Why you have a love of gaming and, and TV? Probably programmed Probably. into you. But like, but when did you move back to Germany? Um, I've moved back a couple of times. Um, back and back. First, yeah, the first time was um, I was seventeen. Um, yeah, first time I moved back, I was seventeen, which wasn't planned it just sort of stayed here and met someone and that sort of stuff um and then yeah, I was a bit bummed about that i mean yeah it was lovely for you and all that stuff but it was pretty you were like i'm going back for a few months uh i'm not coming back yeah that was pretty crazy um and then the second time um so i was in germany for like three years i guess and then moved back to australia for about three years and now i've been back to Germany since 2011. Yeah. Like nine years. Crazy. I know. So tough question. Where's home? <sighs> I knew this was coming. <laughs> um, Maybe we should have like chatted about this, but like Emma, don't ask that question. No, no, no it's fine. And it's, it's uh, look, both, both is home and neither is home. It's, uh, yeah. it's probably the hardest part about growing up, you know, cross two. Two countries, and especially two countries which are like super far away from each other. Um, almost like Sydney, if you put like a pin through the earth from Sydney, it comes out in Rotterdam, which is like, I don't know, 200 Ks from here. So, yes, yeah. almost you couldn't get further away from one end of the earth to the other. <laughs> it's impressive. Um, well done, Mum and Dad. <laughs> well done, Mum and Dad. Thanks for everything. Um, <laughs> I'm just joking, uh, Mum. Love you. Um, She'll definitely listen, Dad. Not so much. The um, but yeah, home, home is home is where friends and family are. So both. Oh, I love that. Uh, look, I have a little bit of, and we will talk about more on, on the UK episode. But I certainly have an understanding of that. And despite the fact that I didn't live in England for as much time as you have, when you're the bulk of your family. Um, are in another place you do feel um and your heritage and everything you know it does feel a bit divided at times but you've got to choose you've got to choose where you want to be and it's right for the time isn't it like yeah I think so suits you for the time and if that changes that's fine but you've got to do what is right for you in your life so getting a bit dnm here let's uh, move on to something lighter like your uh, favorite food <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna mix um, it up. Yeah. Um, I, I you have a we'll favorite to, German food because we'll need we'll need to work on our segues. But yes. <laughs> um, no, I just wanted to cut that awkwardness with a with a <laughs> just really just really mash that up. The um, favorite food. I don't know. There's there's so much great food over here, um, and it's not just beer and bratwurst. 
Um, uh, but I think that was that was a kind of contentious point on my first visit because you were yeah. like, I don't know what to give you. Like, I don't eat German food all the time. Like, yeah, and I think you know it's it's quite a long time ago, so it has changed a little bit. Um, I think I don't favorite German food because like the traditional German food that people are famous would know for is quite rich and heavy. So you guys don't eat yes. it like every day, right? Yeah, um, but having said that, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of different sort of. I think Germany does great stuff with cabbages, not cabbage mm. like the cabbage family. Mm. Um, and it's not all like you know, it's not all sour, sour cream and sour cream and 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 bacon with everything. Although there is a bit of that. Um, mm. Good, food. A lot of mm. What's your favorite food in Germany? Well, I really wanted to say I've got two. Can I have two? Can I have a well, – have, I'll have a favourite savoury and a favourite sweet. Considering favorite. I didn't say anything, <laughs> uh, you can probably say as many as you like. My favourite savoury, and I have to have it on every visit, is a Schweinshaxen, mm-hmm. which is pig leg. Yes. Pork knuckle. Pork knuckle. Um, but it's – Yeah. It's just the way they like uh, the crispy like skin and the yeah, if you're not a meat person you probably don't want to hear this. Oh my gosh, it's so good and, it's just, <laughs> and served with canoodle, which are like either potato or bread dumplings. Yep, canoodle. And I like it either comes with the sauerkraut or like, well, no, not sauerkraut. It comes with the cabbage, like red a hot cabbage. cabbage, red cabbage, and mm. then a gravy and. Mm. Oh my gosh, it's just so delicious. It's just like it's so well balanced the flavors, and yeah. um, we definitely had one one time in Noise, but I don't know if it was the first trip or if it was another visit. And I was, I, I definitely think there was a bit of like, I need to have it. You're like, you don't need to have it. I was like, I really need to have it. You're like, oh, well, <laughs> we could go to this other place. I'm like, I'm not leaving this country without having a fun house. I'm like, not happening. And then yeah. my other favorite, uh, which I probably tried. On my second trip to Germany, which was uh, where I went to Bavaria, uh, South Germany, was um, Liebkuchen, which mm-hmm. is what would what would you like? For me, it's like a gingerbread, like an ice. It is like bread. a gingerbread. It's like a spiced bread. Mm. Um, spiced it's a cookie. Bread. It's, it's a dough. Yeah. It's, a, it's a it's a soft cookie and. My favourite memory of it, and again, I have to have it every single time I go there. And we are very fortunate now in Australia to have Aldi, and so around Christmas time they always have leaf cooking. But mm-hmm. I was at the Oktoberfest because you know I'm Australian, and I had to do it. And I bought a bag, and we were walking through the Oktoberfest, and then I turned around and I went, "Oh my gosh, guys! Someone has eaten all my leaf cooking. Like, where did? <laughs> what happened? What, like, what happened to it? Like, did I drop it?" And they're like, yep. no, Emma, you ate it. Uh, <laughs> I just had inhaled this leaf cooking so quickly and not even realised what I was doing. So I bought another bag. It is super delicious. And um, next time you come, we'll have to take you to some some artisanal lip cooking places. Oof. Stop it. Found, found a couple of good ones. Yes. Okay, so have I inspired you? For food, um, just your your talking about Schweinshaxe uh, got me thinking about the only thing that really goes great with Schweinshaxe, which is beer. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I think 
you're very as a as a as a beer drinker, you're very lucky in Germany because um, pretty much like almost, well, not every city, but every city almost will have you know at least one or two uh, of their own types of beer that they brew. Um, mm. There's actually I, I did some fact checking before the episode, and we have over one thousand five hundred different beers in Germany. Which is which is pretty wild, and I'm sure that's you know the, the number is much higher uh, in recent years because a lot more the craft beer has been happening. Mm. Um, people are, are experimenting a bit more. Um, so yeah, probably my favourite food is beer. That is so German of you, <laughs> <laughs> but it's pretty Thanks. awesome. And then like they all have like they all have like their wonderful labels, and it is very nice when you go to visit someone and they're like, "This is our beer." Yeah, and you can see the is a beer a distillery? No, it's different. What do you call a beer place? Brewery Making place. That's the one. Uh, you know, to see, to see a brewery, and I love it. Like, um, you have the hops wreaths. Mm-hmm. Like, so hops, fresh hops smell amazing. Like the yep. cooked or burny hops is the most foul smell you'll ever smell your life. But the fresh hops, and they make those wreaths. They're beautiful. And so yeah. go driving past a hops field is beautiful. The, it's um, a very hmm? yes, it is. I was gonna say it's a very important part of German culture and it's um there's a lot more to it. And it's a different it's a different the beer culture is different to the beer culture around the world. And like sure. you don't drinking beer to get drunk. Like, you know, oh, yeah. I one day was like, Oh, I'm not gonna drink today. But I was with my friend and his father, who's like, I guess, a grandfather age. And he yeah. was like, Emma, have a beer. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. But I was like, you can't say no to, like, no, you're in Germany. You have to. I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> Bitter. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just a cultural think, thing. Yeah. And, and you know, German culture is quite, um, quite, is old the right word? It Like, you know, the, the, there's a brewery around here which is uh, like over 500 years old, and it's not unusual. Like, um, there's a lot of tradition based around beer and drinking, I guess. And it makes a pretty awesome souvenir having a Stein or a ah, uh, the beer mugs. I thought of another food. Um, yeah. Germany does great bread. Yes. Different types yes. of bread. Rye bread and 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 just I don't know, very very good bread, black bread, best bread, German bread, best bread. Mm. And going to the bakery is such a it's such an experience. I love it, and it's like a it's like a daily, almost like like in France they would go to the the boulangerie every day, and you get your mm-hmm. breadstick every day. Um, in Germany, like I know when I stay with my friend, majority of the days I'm there, we have to go to the bakery and you get, or every second day maybe. But just seeing the ordering process and like that bakery still are such a big part of the culture, whereas we, mm. I think in Western culture, we a lot of the time get the packaged bread and we've lost that, the bakery as a place to visit. Sure, sure. It's... It's really, it's an experience. I get really excited. I love it. Like I'm very, um, when I'm a traveler, I, d- I get excited by the simple things, but that, mm-hmm. that it's so different to at home and just seeing the interaction and like, um, and I, I love pretzel, but we, mm-hmm. the kids love the pretzel mouse. 
pretzel mouse? Pretzel mouse? It's it's a pretzel <laughs> shaped like a mouse, and the kids oh, right. love it. So yeah. they like they always go when they get the kids. They get the bread. They have to if the kids are with them, they have to get the pretzel mouse. And they're like, Emma, do you want a pretzel mouse? I'm like, I don't know what that is. And they like it's like a pretzel shaped like a mouse, like smothered <laughs> in butter. And I'm like, yeah, I definitely <laughs> want a pretzel mouse. And then me and the kids are just like, you know, having a little pretzel together. It's so nice. Mm. Um. Yeah, that, that reminds me of a funny story, though, actually. Um, my brother and I went to Berlin in 2011. And my brother, unfortunately, had been to Germany the year before. He tried to go to Oktoberfest, but um, he got an overnight bus. And on the overnight bus, he, he had a cut on his leg, but somehow it turned into, like, a staph infection. Jesus. This, yeah, it's pretty bad. And then so as soon as he got to Germany, instead of going off the – and it was like a weekend thing, you know, Instead of going off to the Oktoberfest, he went to the hospital and he spent the entire weekend in the hospital being treated for this staph infection. So he, like, didn't get to see one, like, inch of German culture. Uh, basically, as soon as it was time to leave, they, you know, loaded him up with drugs and put him on the back on the bus and, uh, you know, wow. drugs, medicine drugs. And uh, oh. he went back to England where he was living and he didn't get to experience Germany. So he was pretty gutted about that. And I went to... I was living in Australia, but I went to visit him in England and we arranged a trip to Germany mm. and we went to Berlin, uh, which was a very important part of German history that we wanted to go there. And I had a friend living there, which was pretty cool. So we went and stayed with him, Australian friend. And as soon as we got there, we were like super hungry. We'd flown from early in the morning. He said, okay, we just, first things first, like, what do you want to do? We're like, first things first, James has never been to Germany he really wants to have some proper German food and like we're both super hungry. So if we could do that as the first thing, that'd be awesome. He's like, great. Got it. We're going. I'm like, cool. Brief has been assigned. So out we go into Berlin and we go past a little stall and there's like, there's a currywurst little stall. I'm like, Oh, currywurst. That's quite German. And he's like, no, 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 you don't want that. That's like touristy stuff. We don't want that. I was like, okay, cool. Don't worry. He's taken to a good place. Go, 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 go. See, like a pretzel stand, like uh, you see, you have to see them somewhere. So, we're like, yeah. oh, I was like, oh, pretzel, like you know, pretzels, we in English, pretzel. So, he's like, oh, no, 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 you don't want that, like, the, that's just the touristy stuff. I'm like, okay, cool. So, anyway, we're going, we're going, going, going. We're gonna get to this great place, it's fine. Yeah, and we pull up outside this great place, it's, you know, where we're super hungry and we're ready for the German food. We arrive at Luigi's Sandwiches. And we go inside and James, being the wide-eyed tourist that he is, he's like, oh, maybe I should have the meatballs. Are they, are they German? And the guy's like, no. And he's like, oh, okay, maybe I should have this meat. Is that is that a German meat? And he's like, no, it's these are like Italian sandwiches. And I'm like, you know, Luigi's sandwiches was quite a giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> but but still, it was like, sorry? And then I'm like, well, I'm we're here now, so I ordered a sandwich, but my brother, it just broke my heart. He was like, it's okay. I'll wait. <laughs> he didn't order anything. He's starving. Oh no! And I'm like, and I just I broke my heart. I'm like, come on! Like, I don't care if you like it or not. If somebody is coming to your country or the place yeah. you're living and they ask for a traditional thing, give yeah. them what they want. And so I was like, I'm taking. I was like, sorry, taking matters into my own hands. I saw a, a bakery, a bakery, bakery, bakery. Across the road, and I was like, "That's it. Bread is so German. We're doing it." And I'm like, "James, get to the bakery." 
we go in there and I'm like, okay, this is quite German. This is like a pumpernickel sandwich, like pump, pump, pumpernickel bread. It's like really like thick and dense. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, a whole grain with molasses sort of like <laughs> like seed loaf basically. But super tasty. As super like tasty, super yeah. tasty. So it's had, and this was like an open sandwich. I said, that's very typical. I was like, you've got a, a pretzel. Like, that's typical. Mm. They had apple strudel. Apple mm. strudel. I was like, mm-hmm. typical. Um, basically, anything you have in here, Germans love. Go nuts. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then they also had uh, the, I don't know if I'm saying it right. They say it in different, in Austria and Germany, they say it differently. But Apfelschorle? Apfelschorle, yeah. Yeah, so sparkling apple juice. Yeah, or it's is that basically fifty-fifty uh, sparkling water and apple juice, which I freaking love. And I was yeah. like, "This is also quite a typical German drink. Like you wouldn't get this Super at home." German. But yeah, yeah. And I think in Austria they say Apfelsaft Gespritz. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, whatever. I was like, "Get that, 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 that." This boy, my brother, just sat there and munched on this stuff, and he was the happiest. I was like, "He's so easy to please. All you had yeah. to do was take him to like." So, FYI for anyone out there, if you have any guest, give the tourist what they want. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Typical all the way. Yeah. Um, but what what would you show a visitor? Like, I guess, like it is again. We've said before, it's hard when you live there and you know so much. What would you mm. show a visitor for the first time? Um, so I like, you know, like I try to think of myself when I, when I travel and I just like try to see the, you know, something, something local, like not, well, just something typical, like just, you know, maybe driving around, I think is a good way to, to see Germany as well. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it's, you know, it's very, uh, densely populated. Um, and at the same time, you know, there's a lot of nature in between. Um, and you know, the cities are, are very different, even though they're quite close to each other and there's you know culture in, in, in the different towns and stuff. So like just driving around and, you know, going to eat some, some stuff here and going to eat some stuff there. And then, you know, a bit of a walk along, you know, so for, for my area, like a walk along the Rhine and, um, you know, touristy stuff, taking the up Rhine's the TV tower. The Rhine is super famous. It's the longest river in Germany, I believe. Um, and it's it's very beautiful. It's um, you know, quite a lot of prosperous towns on there because it's you know traditionally a, a trade route. So a lot of money was along the Rhine and beautiful cities and you know quite a lot of nature. Actually, a, a third of of Germany is still covered in forests, which mm. you wouldn't think of, but um, yeah, I think. The, the nature side of Germany is quite nice, which is well, not something that... getting a train is nice in uh, Germany because you... Yep, public transport. I like demonstrating the efficiency of the German people. <laughs> we have outstanding public transport for the most part. Um, yeah, I like the trams. Yeah. Handy. Handy. I say that. Like, I do live, you know, in, in this part of Germany. It's It's very developed. There's other... You know, if you're living out in the sticks, then you know you'd be lucky if there's a bus, you know, on a weekend. But um, people are quite into bike riding too, right? Mm, that's another good popular. thing to do with with tourists is grab a couple of bikes, and there's a lot of a lot of bike riding and bike biking enthusiasts. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's awesome. 
And what about the time of year you would recommend for people to come and visit? I think spring is probably um, best time, late spring. And um, when is spring for you? Um, from, well, like what, March to May, I guess. Mm. I think you asked me this on another episode. I <laughs> did, and you didn't really know the month. Couldn't, couldn't. Well. <laughs> but to be fair, put, in like, some places, with... the seasons are a bit different. Like in America, they they class their seasons differently. Whereas we're very month, like Jan, Jan. Oh, sorry, December to Feb is summer, and then March yeah. to May is spring, uh, autumn. <laughs> sorry, opposite. <laughs> yeah, so it is opposite. Um, and I think like April. I mean, last few years everything has changed weather wise, but. Um, so April can still be a bit, you know, up and down sometimes. Um, I think from May through to August, pretty much you could, which is which is summer, but like. Uh, but would you say spring, that in some of the cities in Germany, like it does get quite hot in the it summer, does. Yeah. and it, within if you're in a city city, it can be a bit like. Yeah, it's a bit cheap. a lot. Um, yeah, that's why I said spring. Remember. I like May. Yeah, I like May. May is yeah. nice. I, I came my first time in May. It's still got it's a bit. There's a bit of a chill to the air, but mm. I'm a bit of an exception to the rule. And I love, and I would highly recommend if you're ever going for your first time, if you want that food side of things, go at mm-hmm. Christmas time and go to the Christmas market because the sure. smells and the food and the flavors at the Christmas markets are just. <sighs> <laughs> like the almonds smelling and the oh and the, the bratwurst cooking and the and the blue vine and the oh it's just and the Christmas markets in Germany are next level. I mean that's that's the famous and people go there for that. So sure. um, I don't mind the cold. I love the cold and I think you dress yeah. appropriately. So yeah. you know very it is very cold. So I will point that out. But then you get to warm up with lovely hot drinks and. Um, some schnapps and yeah i think um spring is i like spring because the germans um like uh quite cheerful that it's starting to get nice weather and stuff and you can do more stuff outside and yeah it's quite and like look, it's, for it's, a visitor for a few like for me coming for a few days into germany for a week at winter it's very charming and it's very lovely when you yeah. guys have to put up with it for four to five months i know that you're probably not quite as excited or enthused yeah. about it as I don't find it quite as charming as I do. Yeah, probably. Probably. Um, I was going to, you know, it reminded me of something before. I uh, I love showing off my excellent Deutsch. And yeah. uh, I came one time to visit and I met your lovely father. And mm-hmm. I came to visit Darius at his work and I met his father at his work. And um, they used to work together. There you go, the backstory. Anyway. And introducing each other and hello and saying hello and, and your dad was speaking a bit of English to me, which was great. And then I was speaking my little very little bit of Deutsch. And then uh, you know we were having a hello, how are you? And hi, how are you? And then out of the blue, I uh, you know just wowed him with my uh, Das ist mein Hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> and I left your poor father very confused because there was there was no hamburger <laughs> anywhere near us. He's like. <laughs> Are you hungry? Uh, I was like, no, 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 no. I just need you to know that that is mine hamburger. <laughs> and the the backstory to that is uh, when we in 
high school, which is where Darius and I met in year seven, we had to, we did like a third of the year in French, a third of the year in Japanese, a third of the year in German. And then in the second year, <laughs> you got to choose your language. And uh, one of the, the, we had like an exercise book for our German lessons. And one of the standout sentences of that was Das mein Hamburger. Yeah. So we, and then Darius in uh, year eight, you know, in the second year, you got to choose the language that you could do for the year and uh, mm-hmm. obvious choice. What what did you do? Ah, Nihongo desu ne. Nandeska. Nandeska. Uh, <laughs> Japanese. Why did you do Japanese, Darius? It was because there was some uh, dis- disagreement between the cutoff date for submitting <laughs> the form so yeah basically i um i forgot to hand in a little piece of paper that said <laughs> i wanted to do german and get good grades and it said i did japanese and got terrible grades <laughs> but my goodness did we have a fun year for oh, learning I japanese i mean i think you pretty much just mucked up the whole time but uh, but, you know, you have that wonderful phrase now forever and I think it's going to contribute well for our Japanese episode. So, uh, hi, dozo. Hi, dozo. Ganbari kurasai. So that was, that was a bit of fun. Um, how long would you recommend for somebody to visit Germany for the first time? Um, look, I think you can have a, quite a German experience wherever you go in Germany. Like it's it's possible to to you know see a city like Düsseldorf or Munich um you know 3 days 4 days you'll mm. probably be all munich out after 4 days um, <laughs> it's um i think a, a week is a good time like a good good thing to start um mm-hmm. maybe you know visit two or three cities get a train in between um mm. do have very good public transport um very fast trains between yeah. major cities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, six days a week, um, see a couple of places, maybe, you know, try and get some extremes like all the way in the north and all the way in the south or something like that. Um, try and get out into nature a little bit, some great national parks and stuff. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, look, my first trip was four days and it was to yep. Dusseldorf to visit you. So yep. that was, I think that was a really good taste tester. Mm-hmm. And then my second trip was for, yeah, I'm like, it's I'm struggling whether it was a week or 10 days. It might have been eight days, it might have been just like right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was to Munich. And it was a good time because it was the Oktoberfest time. And where my, our, uh, my lovely friend Toby who was an exchange student in Australia, that's how I know him. Yep. He lived uh, one hour from the Austria, uh, from uh, Salzburg, so okay. in Austria, and one hour from Munich. And so it was pretty awesome. Like the day I arrived, he was like, so, like, uh, we, they prepared me a Weisswurst, which is quite a typical German food, and we yeah. had that very as my first meal. And then they said, and we thought this afternoon we would just go for a walk in the Alps in Austria. And I, my <laughs> tiny Australian brain was like, and we drove 40 minutes and we were in the Alps and I was like, I'm freaking Heidi over here. Yeah. And I'm like running around like, the hills are alive. That's, that's not, her name's not Heidi. But I was just like, there was a cow 
with a bell around its neck and it was ringing and the skies were blue and I was just like, ah, ah, so this part of the world, it was like, it was mind blowing and it was, it was so easy, you know, and then, you know, like you go the other way an hour and then you're in this Munich, this beautiful, very rich um, cultural and sort of like fascinating heritage city. Like you get to see all those, I guess, buildings that you would imagine. It's got the Glockenspiel, the big, uh, musical clock mm-hmm. it's yeah yeah another another great thing about germany is just it's positioned right in the middle of, of europe and yeah okay at the moment it's a bit harder to to travel but um you know just the the convenience and the speed of getting out of germany as well like it's it's pretty good yeah, well, we, I came to visit one time and we planned to go to Netherlands and uh, we jumped a train and I think we were there in two hours, right? Yeah, yeah. We, in, well, in that was in Amsterdam, yeah. We went Dusseldorf, Amsterdam. It was about two hours by train, I think. Maybe three. Yeah. But um, amazing. Yeah, super. And I've done it another time, actually. I came to stay with you and then I went to another part of the Netherlands, mm. stay with my friend and you know, just say goodbye. At one end to Germany and say hello at the other end to the Netherlands. Like it's still, it doesn't matter how much I travel, the access of Europe and how close the countries are, how close they are and how massively the culture changes within an hour or two is just like mind-blowing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think sometimes people take it for granted and you don't, you, you understand the value, but I think sometimes people living in Europe maybe don't understand the power and the value of that. Mm. But those sort of people don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, if you don't like travel, I think you're really in the wrong place because uh, this is pretty much what you're going to get the whole time. So, um, look, I think our listeners have heard a lot and I don't think our German, um, this will be the last of our German episodes. I, d- I definitely think um, some of the cities deserve their own episode and um i'm sure there'll be other crazy characters along the way you know what em we could do like we could once all this corona stuff is over um we could like meet in a city and do live recordings from a city oh yeah i'm super stoked for that like Darius and I came up with this idea and, and you know, it was in the intro, but we, I love, you know, rehashing things. But we uh, came up with it on a road trip where we were going through these multiple cities and I'm really excited. I'm, it's good to have this downtime to get this launched and to be able to do some of the historic stuff. But how awesome in future that we'll be recording on the go and we'll be, like, in real time sharing our experiences, um, yeah. you know, and, like, you know, so cool. We, we can definitely talk more about Germany and, and hopefully – you can see more of your own country, and like I've yeah. never been to Hamburg, I've never been to Frankfurt, I've uh, never been to Dresden. Like there's places that are quite well known, and I have friends and family from, and I've mm-hmm. never been. Yeah. So we can do that. You've got a car, right? Oh, I have a car. Yeah. It's a twenty year old Mazda. <laughs> you rock that car. So I guess we probably should say choose for now and um, maybe you can give us a little sign-off in German. Auf Deutsch? Mm. Mm. 
So you've kind of skipped over. We had a thing. What's what's our favorite word? And I put a lot of thought into it. So <laughs> okay, <before> we- <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I've really like I've made a a show format and then I've really thrown it out the window. So we were trying to be natural and ad lib. Sorry. Um, I know, please. I know, but I'm looking at this word and I think it's in the interest of everyone to get it out. Okay. Um, so my favorite word is is uh, well takes advantage of the German compound noun system which in german grammar is like proper nouns basically you can just jam them together and make new words um and one of like one of the one of the standout compound nouns um uh is the I'll, i'll tell you what it means in english and then i'll lay the german word on you okay so it's the, the cattle marking and beef labeling supervision duties delegation law, <laughs> which is a mouthful in English, but in Germany it, it turns into one word and it's the Rindfleisch Etikettierungsüberwachungsaufgabenübertragungsgesetz. One more time. Rindfleisch Etikettierungsüberwachungsaufgabenübertragungsgesetz. You can't look Germany. I'm sorry, but you can't just turn a phrase into a word. Like a, it's too much. It's a lot for us people. Yeah, it's a lot. So, so I feel like everyone the, um, that is yeah. I feel I feel like the German people. Do you have to like do gymnastics, like mouth gymnastics, before you're allowed to speak? Like like do you do exercises every morning before you have to pronounce your language? Yes, and the next time you're here, um, make sure you. Do your mouth exercises in the morning and um, maybe you can ask some neighbours to join in. <laughs> that's, that's been my hiccup, hasn't it? That's why I, I cannot, cannot, kind of Deutsch. Yeah. But yeah, that's... But that's uh, can that's I give my favourite? It's yes. from the, It's from this, um, uh, there was this YouTube video and it was like saying all these different words in the different languages. So you say it in English, you say it in French, you say it in Italian, and then they would say it in German. And all the German words were quite harsh, but it was uh, it was butterfly and then <laughs> other word and then other word and then schmetterling. Which I think is a really unfair pronunciation because just like you could say butterfly and that's pretty angry as well. Like just shouting a word angrily, even if it's German, doesn't make German an angry language. <laughs> and I, and to be honest, I people had um, people had quite often said, I won't generalize too much, but people say that German is quite a harsh language. I very much enjoy one of the things that surprised me very pleasantly and continues to I continue to enjoy. Is I very much enjoy hearing someone speak German. I like being around it and I'm very keen to learn it. Um, mm. Not that word that you just said before. No, no, thank you. I don't, I don't think I ever need to say that ever. But Beef and cattle uh, something? I can't even remember. Like what. you don't even know the definition, let alone, like, I, well done, <laughs> you can say it, but, like, you don't even know what it means. <laughs> you okay. can't explain what the word says. It's out. That's the new I word. mean, it's a huge word. word. Like, it, 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 there's a lot of info there. It's a lot, mm. and but that is the, a thing of the a cornerstone of the German language, isn't it? That it is very efficient, and you can have a word that says a lot of things. Very yeah. specific words, isn't there? Very like specific. a word for a time in the afternoon, like the time between work and going home has a well, certain. So the like knockoff time 
is Feierabend. Yeah. Which isn't like a, 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 a so much like a, a time as more of like a state of mind. <laughs> yeah, but we don't have that. Like you're like, you don't, we don't really have a word. For, I guess you probably just said it actually. I just ruined that. Like yeah. knock off time. But there's a real, yeah, but there is, there's a sense to that, right? There's yeah, a mean something. Hmm. And you and to explain it in English, you have to say a lot more stuff. Whereas if yeah, you say we, it in German, you're just like, oh, Feierabend. Like, I guess, I don't know if you'd say it in, well, mid-morning, like in English, mid-morning. So we have like Morgen and Vormittag, which is like before midday, Mittag, Nachmittag. Uh, yeah. Very, yeah, it's very specific. Like it is very specific. A lot, we're a lot more vague in terms of our time frames in English. Uh, mm. you know, mid Midday. Is it 12? Is it 1? Is it 2? What's your midday? Midday for me could be 4 o'clock because I wake up at 10. That's not how it works. Okay, I think that's a great place to um, end. Please sign us off with some German and then we'll say goodbye in German because that's uh, appropriate. Yeah, hört sich gut an. Um, vielen Dank fürs Zuhören diese, diese Woche beim uh, Lovely Travel Pod Cast. Uh, <laughs> Und ähm, ja, wir freuen uns auf die nächste Folge. Ähm, wissen wir schon, was in der nächsten Folge vorkommt, Emma? Nein, nein. <lacht> okay, kein Problem. Ja. Aber okay. ähm, ja. You asked me if I understood, didn't you? No, I asked you if you knew what the next episode was going to be about. Uh, I do, I do actually. That's fun. Do we Let's tell people? Yeah, no, I'm actually really excited for the next episode. The next episode, uh, oh, I'm actually going to make a call. I'm going to make a real quick call. Okay, the next episode is going to be me flying solo, which is pretty interesting, I think. But uh, no, the topic is interesting. I'm going to be speaking about mental health, which is the reason for this whole thing. Um, the reason I've created this mission, um, you know, I want to visit every country in the world, but I want to do it with a reason and a purpose. And I want to do that to raise awareness for mental health, mental illness, Uh, so I will be actually sharing my own journey uh, with mental health and talking about some of my own experiences and uh, I guess I would like to, to share, you know, some ways to seek support. Um, uh, by all means, I, I think that I was, you know, making a note a comment here but, like, probably sign off and put that in the show notes every single time, how to seek support if, if you need it, uh, certainly for the Australian audience. But, yeah, that's mm. something I'm going to share in the next episode, which Bit, bit interesting and exciting, I think. I'm sure it'll be fantastic. Dankeschön. Fantastisch. <laughs> ja? Cool. Dann cool. Uh, sage ich mal tschüss. Tschüss. Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen.